0: Ben, how are we doing?
1: Are you are you all dressed up in a tuxedo, Evan? For Absolutely,
0: this? yeah. I'm sitting here in my apartment wearing a tux for the highbees.
1: I I am ready to go. I am excited. Uh, we have kept the people waiting. Uh, <laughs> I think we gotta build the suspense. I, I think we missed. I think if we had if we had released this like three weeks ago, I think the people were really chomping at the bit. You know. But I think now, I think we we have waited so long that I think just nobody probably really cares that much about this. Yeah, everyone's
0: moving on with their lives. Uh, yeah, I, I will agree. Like, I'm mostly here um, just for completest sake. You know, like, we, we've we done the hypeies, uh, you know, both years that we've had the podcast, and now we got to make it three for three. You know, it's just a tradition. And, uh, you know, if we, as long as you do it before the Super Bowl, we're good.
1: So. Right, that's what I was thinking. If if we had done this right when the season ended, you can't like you can't do that. You can't do it like you gotta wait a little bit, like let the dust settle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I think uh, this will get released right right before uh, Super Bowl weekend, so the people will be able to uh, have a have a nice kind of the the NFL season is coming to an end, Schaefer Bowl season is coming to an end. Uh, we'll kind of be able to tie, tie a bow on it. Yeah, actually, Ben, I
0: noticed that uh, the NFL is doing their award show, like, right now, like, as we speak, so we, we timed it perfectly, actually. Are they really? Yeah, yeah, I've been uh, seeing tweets, you know, like, uh, Rookie of the Year and stuff uh, has been awarded already, so... Uh-oh,
1: it's well, time. don't, don't, so don't, don't, uh, don't, so uh, like, jinx, like, not jinx, don't, like, bias yourself. Okay, man. I'll turn no, not we, to. Uh, yeah, I'm really not that.
0: sure who's going to win this Fantasy Rookie of the Year award. Um... All right, yeah, we got a full save of awards for you here coming up. Um, and we're going to roll through them. But first, Ben. Well, uh,
1: wait, wait, but Evan, we got it. We got to get the people, you know, as as media people, we got to, you know, give the people a little taste of what's to come so that they, you know, listen through the end. We okay. got we yeah. got Fantasy MVP, rookie of the year, best draft pick, best tra- what, best draft strategy, saddest injury, worst draft pick most lopsided trade most meaningless trade uh and and many and many many more um including my personal favorite best bit uh there will be many (laughs) that's a new one i think Uh, yeah that's a brand new one i don't think we've had that one before so um the people you're in for and also in memoriam you know we got some in memoriams as always yeah
0: we'll end the show wishing a tearful goodbye to uh you know, those actually, that, we, can, we can we have really lost. expand this list. We made we made a bunch of these nomination lists Ben, like several weeks ago, and I'm noticing that we uh, you know forgot about like the best football player of all time. So that's good. Oh
1: wow! <laughs> who, who do you who do you think's gonna win the in memoriam award? <laughs> well, it's not really
0: it's not really an award. It's just like you know we 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 well,
1: say it says yeah. on our Google Doc in memoriam award. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> which is not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we just picked the person who is most dead and gone. Yeah, that, that could be interesting actually, because some of these guys had interesting exits. But we'll get to that at the end of the show. Um, for right now, before we start, Ben, with the awards, um, I just want to go through something that I received from my friend Jacob Herger, uh, Carlson Class of 2014. Jacob is, is probably the only uh, person who is not in our league who has ever listened to multiple episodes of this show. Yeah, You know, you get people once in a while who probably listen to one episode at random, like your random friend who will be like, oh, yeah, like this would be kind of funny to listen to Ben and Evan do a podcast. But Jacob is, is a real yeah. one. He's here listening well, every week. Well, to
1: interrupt you quick, Evan, some of my BPA students did find the podcast because I told them about it. So there now when I, when I tell them not to swear when they swear, now they say, Mr. Latimore, we listen to your podcast? You swear. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God.
0: I'm excited for them to listen to this tomorrow and, you know. Nah, I, have, I have notes for you. Nah, uh, I guess no. I gotta watch what I say because there are minors listening to this. Nah, um, well Noah
1: listens to it. Noah's
0: of course, are,
1: <laughs> Noah's, is Noah's like a, <laughs> Noah is kind of like a uh, he's kind of like a personification of my students. That's cool well, he's a not personification was not the right word but he
0: is the same age yeah. You know um, I mean. At any rate, Jacob you know listens to this podcast every week uh, and he sent me an email with his uh his top 10 favorite things about the podcast from this season uh and it was pretty good so i'm gonna i'm gonna go through and read out his top 10
1: uh, you need to read this entire thing word for word <laughs> this was this was incredible
0: um so yes <laughs> he says uh thanks for a wonderful season of High train your seasoned podcasters at this point ben can add failure while evan runs code or evan can babble while ben blows his nose you've achieved peak synergy uh he also asked, "What does the Schaefer and Schaefer Bowl mean?" Uh, you, you can you can answer this one, right, Ben?
1: Yeah. So I guess um, Schaefer Jacob refers to uh, high school. You know, think back to the time. This is 2013. You're in high school, and the uh, the quarterback for the football team, uh, the point guard for the basketball team, they, these were wrapped into one individual who also had. Uh, the most beautiful flowing hair that you have ever seen, just gorgeous flow. And he was very, very cool. And uh, our friend Tony, who is who is in the league, who you who you probably have never met, Jacob. Tony was the center on the football team, and uh, Schaefer, the the quarterback, Grant Schaefer. He uh, he would uh, graze graze Tony's well, what's the
0: you know his posterior, his, graze, yeah, graze
1: his butt, graze his. Raises Gooch, I don't yeah. know. He he would you know you know just snap the football and you know Tony and Tony and Schaefer they built a very strong bond over the years and um, that's that's how we came to name the uh, the league Schaefer Bowl so that uh, we would always remember the zeitgeist of uh, being in high school which means you are always inferior to uh, the star athlete hierarchy.
0: It, it's funny Ben that we didn't actually start this league until like what, 2016, 2015, um, but uh, it was 2015, I guess, but we still used a high school reference, even though some of us were pretty close to graduating college at that point, so.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess, like, to, to to be fair, 2015 is, like, like we graduated in 2013. Yeah. S- s- still, like, pretty close to,
0: I guess, like, I mean, I will note that when this league was founded, I was a senior in college, so... <laughs>
1: You also, you also never truly understood Shaper though, just by 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 virtue of being
0: yeah probably uh, a
1: grade older after
0: I graduated. You,
1: you you never you never had uh kind of the, you know, the the the, the I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm a little, I'm a little my podcasting skills are a little rusty.
0: We're a little rusty, yeah. Um,
1: anyway, we can move on. Keep yeah, going, keep going with Bit Jacobs. Uh,
0: yeah. Team. All right. So he says in this note, I will go through my most favorite, most podcastery phrases you used this year. Uh, first, a few honorable mentions. We've got tap the chest, game script, buttholes clenched, popped, pour one out. Are we panicking? Mouths to feed, Ben saying oof. Evan saying woof. <laughs> stack. And Ben saying exactly what Evan just said. A moment prior. <laughs> uh, that was funny. That was, that was a good one. Uh, I'll take
1: here we get we can switch off on these. Okay, uh, you have it open. Yeah, without further delay, here are my favorite things from the pod. Number ten, Quinn the tight end whisperer. I think this one is an old one, but like Trump, giving giving his opponents nicknames, giving Quinn this nickname made him more memorable for me, which is handy for someone who doesn't know most of the league. Like I couldn't tell you the difference between Tim and Tom, but I do know Quinn has an eye for tight ends. Also, no offense to Nick, but I think he was the most forgettable character to me. <laughs> just, just a totally unnecessary <laughs> Nick which just out of nowhere. Uh, no no offense to Nick, but I think he was the most forgettable character to me. Without forcing it, giving out more nicknames next year might be helpful to new listeners. <laughs> to, I, as to imply that we will have a new... <laughs> yeah. That's, You're that's giving us too much it. credit. we are giving us co- too much credit. The
0: phrase new listeners here is pretty good. I also like how this one really gives me a window into, like... Like I, I never thought before about how like Jacob doesn't know most of the people in this league. Like he is us most like you know the people I talk about most probably like, you know he knows things about you Ben and about you know Joe and, and those people and obviously he knows uh, Andrew, but uh, it's it's fun to see his like views and people being influenced by what we say about them here on the podcast.
1: Um, it's like a natural. It's like a natural marketing experiment.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. We'll try. We'll try harder with some nicknames next year um number nine on jacob's list of favorite podcast things is ben's background noise you never know what you're going to get clacking computer prodigus chomps on dinner it's always something fun and loud
1: number eight quote a real barn burner (laughs) not to be confused with a regular non-real barn burner
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's a good point um i feel like jacob has been telling me these things throughout the year and i've gotten a little uh self-conscious about some of them so maybe maybe we'll stop saying barn burner now who knows um, number seven, you, you both, uh, me and Ben, getting an enormous boner when a player is playing multiple positions. Cordero Patterson, Juwan Johnson, question mark, Debo Samuel. What what would you have done with Marcus Colston when he was eligible that one year at tight end? Um, yeah, this is definitely a thing that we always talk about. Especially, I Cordero and Debo Debo was like the one thing you would say about them literally every week. It was just we had to bring it up, so
1: That's fair. Number six anytime you deny the importance of what actually happened for what could happen it seems like a very fantasy football insider thing to do for example you always talk about targets not catches other examples include scheme touchdown schedule loss right pick wrong logic these those sorts of things uh, right logic wrong pick um, <laughs> is a, I think I think he he meant to say right right logic wrong pick or no, you, you, can, you can have them. You can have them both yeah, ways. I think in this league, right, yeah. it's, it's
0: fairly often right-pick, wrong-logic.
1: <laughs> when someone does something dumb, but it works out, it works out. That, yeah. that's right-pick, wrong-logic. And we still have you, to criticize them. Cause of but, then if you, but, but then if you play someone who is like supposed to be good and they just get outscored by someone dumb on your bench, then it's like, you know, right-logic, wrong-pick, yeah. Right. Uh, all right.
0: All right, number five on the list says, I love it when you talk about fantasy leagues other than this one that you are in that I tuned in to hear about.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I felt targeted. I felt targeted by this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I do this occasionally, but it's really only after you bring up things like this about Hockey House League. And in your defense, multiple members of Hockey House are also in our league. So I think it's fine. Yeah,
1: it's like, yeah, I mostly say that when, like, because I know Henry and, well, I just know Henry listens and pays attention in hockey, F, so most it's mostly to it's mostly. Uh, I guess Tony doesn't really give a shit about either one. Right. Uh, number four, <laughs> Ben saying he has no time this year for trades, but somehow has time for an hour-long pod. <laughs> <laughs> also, EP football coverage was great. I want to hear more high school isms like your bit on quote. He is not him. <laughs> Also fun when Ben drops business lingo like the wheels of commerce. <laughs> this this one this one made me feel good. This one this one made me feel good for like the rest of the day. This was this one uh, you know filled up my cup. So thank yeah, you, Jacob. Like, uh,
0: sh- compliments in one. Yeah.
1: I'll definitely try to uh, um, get a little more into the weeds with uh, depending. On, uh, hopefully I hopefully I return to 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 Stillwater next year and I'm still I still have the itch to to care about uh high school football yeah um but yeah no I, i'll uh, i'll definitely try to i should i should drop more of the high school lingo i should like when we talk about noah's team uh-huh. I, oh, yeah. I should i should i should have really gone overboard with the
0: uh the modern high school lingo yeah the high,
1: the high school lingo um
0: all right um number three on the list is the phrase people forget because people must have a real bad memory <laughs>
1: number two rip (laughs) (laughs) just the phrase rip i think jacob
0: has started using rip in conversation i think mostly because he hears it here first so that's good um and number one on the list saying that people or or, or things are back especially when referring to gronk so
1: i i like this one this is mostly like a um Sometimes it's a bit, sometimes it's not, but like usually it's a bit because like I like to do the media person thing where we are very uh like very reactionary and then like very hot and cold
0: right. just like
1: having it like just having it both ways and just like when someone is really really good just like build the person up and then they have one bad game and then you totally overcorrect uh and you're like wow this person sucks and then they have another good week and you're like this person is back but the only like they they're not really back you just like like uh, like the media was the people who right right who sent them away yeah they never were really gone
0: credit where it's due this is essentially a mark titus bit about like usually duke basketball it's like whenever duke is struggling people are like so out on duke and then duke wins like one game against like clemson or something and people are like wow duke's back (laughs) yeah
1: uh so yeah well i just want i want to say thank you to jacob because this is the kind of thing that i need to i i want to like i want to be be uh complimentary to jacob because i i have like pleaded for this kind of thing every year that we've done the hypeys i'm always like i guess like i haven't this is going like above and beyond like (laughs) i'm always like hey you know give us some stuff to you know like people you want to shout out you know like ideas for awards and stuff you know kind of get like the league the people listening to you know interact with the hypie but Jacob is not in the league and he <laughs> goes really above and beyond you know he's 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 uh kind of giving his uh thoughts on the pod and it's not even about like the players it's about the pod which um, yeah <laughs> I, I appreciate this is this was very enjoyable for me to read I hope Jacob does it, a similar thing next year
0: yeah yeah thanks to jacob for sending that i feel like i feel like people in our league couldn't even really write this email just because like so much of what jacob has picked up on is just stuff that is just things that we say like in this group you know like things that would kind of go unnoticed because you know like we all say rip uh, <laughs> yeah that's a good point <laughs> so yeah thanks to jacob for sending that yeah um
1: that's a good point it takes someone like kind of in the out group a little bit to notice right. what not that Jacob, you know, you know what I mean, though. He's not like in the right. He's this, not in this group. Yeah. The uh-huh. EP, yeah.
0: Right. All right. Um, let's get to our awards then, Ben. Um, I guess we're starting off with with the big one, uh, fantasy MVP. We really don't build up on this. We just dive right in.
1: Huh? Yeah, I was just gonna say, should we do some uh, appetizers first? No, or? we gotta so no. we gotta do them in order, Ben, or else we'll forget. Uh, That's fair. <laughs> should we at least let's do let's do best draft pick first. Okay, all right. It's well still enough. the same. It's still the same page. We won't forget about fantasy MVP.
0: Okay, uh, best draft pick. Um, well, okay, I, I guess. I'll, all right, I'll, you're gonna you gonna the number? We'll just
1: alternate. No, okay. for, so there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight nominees. First one is Cooper Cup, third round, fortieth overall.
0: Uh, uh,
1: this okay. is gonna be a tough one to beat
0: that's yeah that's pretty good um uh, well you know if we had already named the fantasy mvp it's possible that cooper cup might be that guy um and getting that in the third round 40th overall uh good job by ethan there i wish we had written down who picked all these people but hopefully we'll just remember um all right so that's there's cooper cup uh first nominee second one jonathan taylor uh first round pick uh it's kind of hard to make best draft pick in the first round but when you pick the high scoring running back 10th overall like Andrew did then uh, you get nominated for this award uh
1: number three Devo Samuel sixth round 84th overall um I I thought I thought Cooper cup had had this handily but now that I'm really thinking about it Devo Samuel wide receiver two yeah uh, this wide is receiver two
0: the... This is the only pick on the list where I look at that and I'm like, wait, Debo Samuel went in the sixth round this year? Like, that's just baffling to me. Like, even, like, even, like, I'm trying to put myself back where we all were in August, and I would have said, like, oh, like, third or fourth round probably for Debo. Nope. <laughs> sixth round, 84th overall. That's pretty incredible. Um, obligatory mention that Debo Samuel is actually a running back as well, so. Uh, oh, wow. Gotta do it for the bit. That's fair. Um, all right, number the fourth nominee, uh, my draft pick here, Mark Andrews, fourth round, fifty fifth overall, finished as tight end one. Uh, that was a he was a fun guy to have this year. He also been he scored multiple touchdowns in the Pro Bowl, so got to shout out my boy there for having a good Pro Bowl game.
1: Ooh. Uh, next one, Austin Eckler, first round, thirteenth overall. Austin Eckler finished as running back two.
0: Yeah, man, Eckler had a, a really quiet year, I feel like, for finishing that high, but you stay healthy, you stay consistent, 13th overall, pretty good pick.
1: Yeah, I mean, and Eckler kind of has that tag as injury-prone, so the fact that he, he didn't miss, it looks like he missed uh, Week 16, but that was it.
0: Right. Um, all right, uh, the next nominee, a uh, guy who's going to get nominated for a few awards tonight, it's Jamar Chase. Chase, uh, 5th-round draft pick, 67th overall. We all remember Ben. Jamar Chase coming into the draft, you know, he couldn't catch the ball. He couldn't see the NFL balls. He was struggling in preseason. Uh, As it turns out, he's going to the Super Bowl. He was named Offensive Rookie of the Year tonight. Uh, Pretty good draft pick there in the fifth round by Henry. Catapulted him to a championship.
1: Yeah, rookie wide receiver. You got to give Henry kudos. Uh, Takes a little guts to to take a rookie wide receiver that high. Right. Uh, Next one, James Conner, sixth round, 83rd overall. Um, James Conner finished as running back 5
0: yeah I gotta toot my own horn here pretty happy about that pick um, alright uh, and then I traded him to Quinn and he kept being good so there you go uh, and our last nominee here Leonard Fournette, 7th round draft pick 89th overall, is the Buck's leading running back for the entire season uh, which is kind of a surprise and he was RB11 so pretty good finish there for Lenny alright Ben uh, we noted before we started recording this that we haven't actually picked the winners for any of these awards yet, so we're just going to do it off the cup. See what happens.
1: Uh, I th- I think we I think for this we need to just like talk about it for no longer than a minute. Right. Uh, like we so to me to me here I I can easily cast away everyone except Cup Taylor Samuel Eckler. Those are the four finalists to me. Okay. Um I'm crossing off so, eckler
0: because I 'cause I don't see any reason why you would pick Eckler instead of Jonathan Taylor. We've only taken three picks ahead and was like way better than Austin Eckler. Um yeah, I think I Ah uh,
1: I mean Evan, Evan only twenty points better. Was it really? Yeah.
0: Man, when did that happen? No, oh excuse 60, me, I was wrong. I'm looking points. at <laughs> never mind. I'm looking
1: I'm looking at Eckler versus Cup. Yeah. Um
0: yeah, Taylor Taylor finished with sixty more points than the next one. That's not, that's
1: a I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna like I just don't like when you look at Cup versus Taylor, like Taylor only outscored Cup by forty points.
0: Yeah, and he's a running and, back, and Cup is a wide receiver.
1: And, and Cup went thirty picks later. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um,
1: I I but, think it's But then, be but then Cup. when you look at Debo but then when you look at Debo yeah. Debo, uh, that's true. Is oh, only Debo, thirty points behind Cup. Debo is only thirty points behind Cup and went three rounds after Cup. Good point. Good point. Um, uh, so I, my vote, man.
0: Yeah, i i think I think it's got to be Debo. I mean, just like yeah, like you were saying, it's only thirty points back a cup, but it's it's forty picks later. Like that's pretty impressive. And and he had just such a strange season too, just given that like, you know, the the running back usage kind of stopped catching the ball there for a few weeks, but still finished all the way up here. I mean, it's a it's a pretty wild year, and and to get that in the sixth round is pretty incredible. So that that's my pick for sure.
1: Do we know? Do we know? Do we know who who picks Debo again? It was Noah. Noah. First All right, way to go, Noah. You got you got your first hypey there, Noah. to go. So we'll give we'll give Debo a little bold there. Um.
0: All right. Um. Now that we're done with that, you want? Let's roll through fantasy MVP then.
1: Yeah. I, part of me was a little like strategic. I I went into this thinking, you know, let's give. Cup best draft pick, so then we can get Jonathan Taylor fantasy MVP. Uh-huh. But now we gave Debo best draft pick. Yeah. So. I don't know now.
0: Yeah. Well, I
1: was really I was really thinking like, oh, this will be easy. We just split up Cup with Taylor, or Cup and Taylor with MVP. MB- this was, this ha- this was going to be so easy. It's kind of like what they do with MVP
0: and Offensive Player of the Year, usually, where we've just all decided that Offensive Player of the Year is the non-QB award and the MVP is the QB award. Uh, so our, our fantasy MVP nominees, uh, four of them we've already mentioned, Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, and Debo Samuel. The other three, Ben, are Derrick Henry, Josh Allen, and Justin Jefferson. So... I'm going to assume that we're going to rule out those last three I just mentioned. Like, if you're not even in the running for best draft pick, can you really be MVP?
1: Well, so we'll just say, so Derrick Henry, do we remember how good Derrick Henry was? Right.
0: All right, a bit of a brief technical difficulties here, but we're back. Uh, Our next nominee for fantasy MVP. Go ahead, Ben.
1: I was just going to say, this is like when KPMG messed up the Oscars. Good point. It's pretty it was, similar. We're having some technical difficulties here. <laughs>
0: um, our, ne- our next nominee for fantasy MVP that we haven't mentioned in the best traffic was Josh Allen, the highest-scoring quarterback in fantasy. Back-to-back year, expend is QB1 for Josh Allen. Yeah,
1: people forget Josh Allen was QB1 last year, is also QB1 this year. And uh, I, I, will, I will inevitably have the uh, – because I have the first pick this year, yeah. so I might do I might do the classic uh, draft, uh, draft a draft a quarter, QB at the turn.
0: Yeah,
1: have a Q, Yeah, draft a QB at the turn, and uh, I will absolutely pick Patrick Mahomes <laughs> for for forgetting forgetting that it was actually Josh Allen who was QB one this year yeah, and it was that, also well, QB one last year. That is
0: exactly what Noah did this season. He uh, picked Mahomes at the turn, the first pick of the third round, uh, forgetting that Josh Allen had picked QB one the year before. So. There you I go. Think that's a
1: classic, I think that's a classic move. I think we've talked about because Quinn did it two years ago, right? Quinn yeah, did that really Quinn is did... right around where they tend to go the first keepy off the board. So I think it's a swag I think it's a swag move. I think I will definitely um I will definitely be doing that. Nice. Alright. Um,
0: ben, it's time for us to pick a winner here. Um, this is another tough one, but I think it really comes down to Jonathan Taylor versus Cooper Cup. Um the two highest-scoring guys all season. Man, why are we... I guess they're, they're yeah, not the two highest-scoring guys.
1: The two the highest-scoring guys running back one and wide receiver one. Right. Um, Evan, I think there's a clear thing here. I think we just do uh, co-MVP. Ooh, good point, Ben. Uh, it, it's actually <laughs> happened before. I, I remember... God, who was it? Steve McNair...
0: Uh, Won like half of an MVP one time. Oh yeah, because they literally just tied in the voting. Um,
1: Well, and uh, Grant Hill and Jason Kidd shared Rookie of the Year, (laughs) which is funny because it's not even like that important of an award. Yeah. uh Um, Yeah.
0: So in 2003, Peyton Manning and Steve McNair were co MVPs. Um, but, But that counts for Peyton Manning's career number. So that they always say Peyton Manning he won he won five MVPs and that counts as one of them. He really only won four and a half. You know.
1: Shouldn't first place votes be the tiebreaker?
0: You would think, but maybe they were tied in that too. You know. Um, yeah. At
1: that point, then yeah, they just yeah. tied.
0: Um. <laughs> oh
1: God, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup. No, Ben, wait,
0: co-MVP. Oh, I was, kinda, I, was kinda, I was kind of. Let's do it. I was
1: kind of. I was kind of joking, but yeah, we can just do that. Sure. And that's all. Like, I don't really see how you. These two guys were just so much better than, like. Jonathan Taylor, if you look at RB one to RB two, Jonathan Taylor was, what is this, sixty points ahead of Eckler, and Cup was thirty points ahead of Debo. Who yeah, who is only
0: sort of a wide receiver, you know, like like yeah, like a yeah, bunch of a, those that's... points are not wide receiver points. So he's like seventy points ahead of the next pure wideout is Jamar Chase. So,
1: yeah, yeah that's a good point. A lot of Debo's points are cheating. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm cool with co MVP. I'll it. I'll sell I'll sell out. Love it.
0: All right. Um, our next award is Rookie of the Year. We've got five nominees: uh, Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Amon Ross, St. Brown, <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> okay, one of those is not a real nominee. But I had to I had to shout out Trevor Lawrence in the hypees. I drafted this man to be my starting QB, and and then he was. Uh, You know, he was what he was. So he
1: was very bad.
0: (laughs) He was extremely bad.
1: Remember when the Jaguars tanked for two years to get Trevor Lawrence?
0: Hey, but there's there's hope. He's got Doug Peterson now, Ben. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. You know what can he do with the greatest quarterback prospect of all time? It's it's hard to say. Um, At any rate, Ben, who are we thinking here for Rookie of the Year? We we had some. Oh um, man,
1: Harris and Chase are so close. Yeah, Najee Harris
0: and Jamar Chase, I think, are the two leading candidates for this. You know, we do want to shout out Jaden Waddle. He had a nice year. I think he was up around 1,100 yards, something like that. Wait, I, I thought Henry drafted Najee Harris. Oh, he did. Yeah.
1: It says Joe's team.
0: Well, yeah, that's Henry. Remember?
1: Oh, God. fuck off, Henry. I <laughs> forgot about that shit. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, Jalen Waddle had about 1,000 yards. That got yards me. That was pretty touchdowns. good. That was pretty good. Um, I'm under Austin Brown. Came on late in the season for your team, Ben, uh, and had a nice little finish there. But neither of those guys really stack up. To Chase and Harris, um, who are both like legit stars, starting every week in this league.
1: Yeah, this is one of those awards where like you have to round out the finalists with you know you you can't just have two nominees. Like clearly right. it's going to be Harris or Chase, but you know you got you got to round out the nominee list. Waddle and Amon or Saint Brown. Ah, um, oh, man, I'm gonna go.
0: I'm going to I'm he gonna hurts, say... He's running I'm, back four. That's better than I thought.
1: Yeah. Jamar Chase, wide receiver three. <laughs> I also love
0: that both of these players were on Henry's team.
1: <laughs> should we do co-rookie of the year? For the bit, absolutely. We should, yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: and they're on, you know, they were both on Henry's team, so there's no, like, rivalry there.
1: I, I, they're both on Henry's team... They they they, they are separated by three points on the season.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's pretty close. Uh, like Jamar Chase I guess, has the better story, and he's like more of a star right now than Najee Harris, especially with the Bengals going to the Super Bowl. But you know, Najee well, Harris was every bit as good. So it's hard to pick.
1: Uh, Evan, this is what I'll say. We could reneg. This is what we could do. We could reneg co MVP. Uh, we could give MVP to Cup, and we could give. Uh, rookie of the year to chase, and that way, going into the Super Bowl on Sunday, we will have competing, uh, we'll have competing, you know, It'll be Fantasy MVP against Fantasy Rookie of the Year.
0: I like this. That's a good decision. Okay, we're doing it. Okay, Jonathan Taylor, you're out. Uh, no longer a co-Fantasy MVP. Najee Harris, no longer co-Rookie
1: of the Year. I'll put an asterisk next to Jonathan Taylor. Good
0: point, yeah. We're definitely going like, to remember that when we look back on this uh, Google Doc.
1: It'll be like it'll be like Joe's Nordic Captainship.
0: <laughs> nice one, yeah. Got him. All right, um, so that's Rookie oh, Evan, of the Year.
1: Evan, 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 Evan. you want to hear something sick? What's that? So talking about Joe's asterisk Nordic captainship the other day, uh, I was at. Remember when Joe texted the group chat about uh, being an EP? Right. So I went over to his parents' apartment, and and Liv was there. Mm-hmm. And and naturally, when Joe and I get together now, we just end up talking about uh, the high school of glory days and of course, in, of course. Uh, Nordic skiing. And so we did the classic like you know talking about you know dumb shit, and then turns out. Uh, Liv started talking about her volleyball stuff a little bit uh-huh. and turns out she was really really good at volleyball
0: that's like not like, surprising like, to me I like, guess like, yeah. like
1: like no but like really really good like she had an offer to play volleyball at LSU
0: wow that is pretty good yeah why didn't she uh, do that sounds like fun
1: <laughs> I don't know That sounds like a lot of work
0: <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> anyway so pretty interesting also, Jamar Chase, alma mater LSU. Good point. Um, so,
0: all right, Ben, uh, let, let's keep it rolling here. Uh, so, those are those are the three big awards: fantasy MVP, those were the big the ones. So sh- best draft pick.
1: So, should we go? Should we go back through it? So, uh, best draft pick, Debo Samuel, fantasy MVP, Cooper Cup, and rookie of the year, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Uh, biggest snub this year. We could just add an award real c- quick. <laughs> biggest snub. Biggest snub goes to Jonathan Taylor. I love how this is an award about another award. So
0: that's, biggest that's
1: snub one. goes well. But, but what about Najee? So the two finalists, the two finalists for snub of the year are uh, Jonathan Taylor and Najee Harris, and I think snub of the year goes to Jonathan Taylor.
0: Yeah, but then biggest snub snub goes to Najee Harris.
1: Oh yes, yeah, well yeah. I guess then Najee Harris gets snubbed, so then it's like snub squared. Yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, our next award is best draft strategy. Uh, we, we've got four nominees here. Uh, you pointed out, Ben, that this wasn't actually an award last year. Uh, it wasn't a real award, but uh, it was yeah, just... it
1: was just a chirp Joe for getting drunk and drafting in the wrong league last. People forget. People, People forget that forget last that. year. People forget that last year. Joe got too drunk for the draft <laughs> and and joined a public, <laughs> joined a public, a public fantasy league and drafted in that one. Yep. Yep. And, yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, this is the, this is it. the, this is the, this is not the best strategy award. This is the, uh, this is the Joe Vergeront best draft strategy award. Just Joe so Vergeron ever...
0: memorial best draft strategy award. <laughs> the, yeah. the,
1: the Joe Vergeron best draft strategy award. All right. The first, the first nominee is Henry drafting from the Tetons or wherever he was with Anna.
0: It was the Tetons. Yeah. Shout out to Henry for doing this in nature. Uh, or
1: that was for, true. That practice. was true. Um, dedication
0: yeah um yeah second nominee is uh, andrew stashing both alexander madison and chuba hubbard and uh, really reaping the benefits later on in the season
1: yeah uh third one ryan picking all of the falcons uh parentheses technically added Cordell patterson but whatever he he picked up cordero like week one or week two yeah i think it was after so. week one yeah, we so, already had
0: yeah. Mike Davis and Calvin Ridley, so yeah, Ryan Ryan getting all of the mediocre Falcons team uh, was pretty fun. Uh, go Falcons! Yeah. Uh, and our last nominee is the the Tim and Ethan Rams duopoly, uh, and this one there was another one that really uh, picked up steam later in the season after Tim added Odell Beckham, or after I guess it was I think Tim had Odell the whole time, but Odell wasn't on the Rams yet uh, after he got traded tim had a bunch of rams ethan had a bunch of rams uh and that was pretty fun like well
1: like, and there was a few weeks where so who had robert woods again ethan did so uh, ethan had robert woods yeah and so then it he was replaced like before... him
0: with van jefferson uh so but there just, was a like, little
1: bit wasn't there on. a little bit
0: where he had van jefferson too yeah i think i think that might have been the case yeah ethan always had a ton of rams on this team and here they are in the super bowl so
1: all right um so running through these quick uh, I think I think C. I think the third and fourth ones are ineligible for the award because they're not really draft strategies.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're more like uh, fun things to happen from the draft.
1: They're yeah. just kind of fun things that happened because Ryan didn't technically pick Cordell Patterson. Right, right. So I don't think he can technically win best draft strategy. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, Tim picked up odell beckham and ethan picked up van jefferson right right so those are technically not draft strategies okay yeah so mm-hmm. so whoever is think whoever is picking the finals for these awards uh yeah what are we doing here academy come on all right i okay, think so cu- clearly we're not going to give it to andrew for a stat like we're not going to give handcuff stashing <laughs>
0: even this if it is, was this, successful
1: this is pretty much henry by default right? oh yeah
0: yeah and yeah, Henry uh being allowed to, you know, do a couple rounds of his fantasy draft, uh like while like on trail or near trail or something, when he was with his girlfriend on like a nice trip, uh that, that definitely takes the cake, especially given the you know, t- the tie into the end of the season. Henry, you know, winning the championship here, then that True. really is the icing on the cake for for this best draft strategy award.
1: True. It was like it was kind of like uh scheduling a Tetons trip. It was kind of like it was kind of like uh, wrong logic, right pick. Like you don't Ooh, want, good like point. you don't, you don't want to pick from the Teton's, but like it worked out for him. Yeah, if you have. To. Uh, like I'm guessing it wasn't ideal, but yeah, also like shout out Anna. Like I'm guessing, I'm guessing Anna was not super happy that Henry was uh, hashtag not present, uh-huh. and uh, like was probably in the middle of nature and just like scrolling through uh, the seeing like who had more targets last year uh you know calvin ridley or amari cooper and uh you know just scrambling it you know i'm guessing i'm guessing anna didn't love that and so we got we got to give anna a little bit of credit and um we gotta give henry credit too for the hustle exactly you know
0: yeah all right congrats henry uh good good win there all right our next award, saddest injury. This is always a this is always a Oof. bummer category, but we got to shout out our guys who are here. Um, so the nominees for this one: Derek Henry, Chris Carson, Gus Edwards, and Robert Woods. And um, you know, I know this one hits close for you, Ben, with Gus Edwards Oof. there uh, getting yeah. hurt before they played any games, correct? Um, so that was, yeah. that yep. was definitely it was training tough. camp. Yeah, yeah, that was all that three. Was my, that was, that was my uh, that was my
1: third-round pick,
0: Gus yeah. Edwards. All three of these other ones happened about midway through the season, Henry, Carson, and Woods, um, but those guys are pretty big stars. So these are, these are all tough injuries. Um, I definitely know what I'm picking here, Ben, uh, but I'll be interested yeah. to hear your thoughts. It's Derrick Henry, right? It's got to be Derrick Henry, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was you know on his way to another fantasy MVP season, um, and then poof, he was gone.
1: Yeah, to... I'm going I'm just going to look up. We need to just relive Derrick Henry's uh game log. Oh my god. Yeah, I was thinking that a little earlier. Week 1 7 points, week 2 41 points, week 3 <laughs> 16, 23, 31, 33, 14, 6.
0: Yeah, he had So he played, he played in seven full games this season. I believe he got hurt in the eighth. Uh Oh he, yeah, so
1: I guess that doesn't really count.
0: And he had three three touchdown games. <laughs> So when he was hot, he was hot. You know, that's uh, that's pretty good. He Through eight weeks, he had 937 rushing yards and 10 rushing touchdowns. Like, that's, like, a pretty decent, like, RB2 in, like, half a season. <laughs> so uh, it was good. It was a good season for Derek Henry. It was a very sad injury. And we'll be happy to have him back next year. Uh, probably getting drafted, yeah.
1: like, second overall, I would imagine. Maybe at number one. Maybe. Maybe. <gasps> All right, Ben. This Evan, is, is your Evan is your Evan is your computer working hard over there?
0: Uh, I don't or, think so. I think I can hear oh, something
1: kind of buzzing. Maybe
0: it is. Yeah, I don't know. Let me start exiting out of some stuff. I've got Slack open. Let's uh, let's close things. Um, all right, our next category, Ben. This is one of my favorite categories to do every year: worst draft pick.
1: Yeah, I added I added a few in here before we started recording. Um, so. <laughs> God Henry Ruggs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, the Henry Ruggs nomination might be a tad too soon. Um, okay we, we do say specifically be... in in this category that we're ignoring injuries because it's not really fun to just say like oh this guy got hurt so it was bad traffic. Uh, we're, yeah. we're really going more like this guy sucked, but the Henry Ruggs one is too good to resist <laughs> like uh, yeah, just picking a guy like that and having that happen. Oof um, yeah. all right, our other nominees?
1: Okay, sorry. Uh,
0: let's, let's alternate this one, then we can talk about them as we go. Uh, we've, yeah. we've got a few nominees for this one. So first one is Trey Sermon. Uh, this is your pick, Ben. Uh, fourth round, uh, 48th overall for Trey. Uh, never really got off the ground there in San Francisco. Just, uh, you know, was inactive a few times. Uh, was I'm passed man. up by Eli Mitchell, who was... Like undrafted or sixth round or something,
1: he did not just get passed up for Eli Mitchell, he got passed up for Eli Mitchell and like four other guys. <laughs> yeah. like, it was
0: funny because the Niners kept
1: on having running backs get hurt, and it's like, well,
0: maybe this is Trey Sermon time. Like, uh, no,
1: yeah, <laughs> man. I, I, I do we even need to go through the rest of these?
0: <laughs> like, it was pretty brutal.
1: It's Trey Sermon, like, it's got to be this one, right? Yeah, I like, mean. And I guess Alan Robinson did yeah, did right. did, didn't you pick Alan Robinson I
0: did yeah absolutely so yeah. it's fun that we're the two Alan Robinson is the next nominee second round 27th overall so he's picked about 20 picks ahead of Trey Sermon and was like just as worthless I guess like Trey Sermon might have been more embarrassing but at least you could cut bait on him pretty early <laughs> it's like Alan Robinson I'm sitting there he's like he was my second round pick you know I'm sitting here he's like well he's still healthy like he's playing like maybe they can turn this around as it turns out, like the Bears' offense was, was not a thing to trust this year. Um, despite...
1: Yeah, so I see. I see you dropped him. uh oh no! no wait, I traded for Allen Robinson.
0: Yeah, I think we did that at Jay's wedding, if I remember correctly. Oh
1: yeah, that was Jay's. That was at Jay's wedding. TBT. Shout out Jay and Caitlin.
0: Yeah. Um, so what
1: was that? What was that trade again?
0: It was Allen Robinson for Cortland Sutton. <laughs> So it was just two running two wide receivers that we were both like about to drop and we're like, well we might as well just swap. Um so yeah, it was a brutal year for Alan Robinson and and a brutal year for Trey Sermon. Um Yeah, so to
1: answer Jacob's question, I did not have time to do trades this year except for that one hour we spent at Maynard's in between in between Jay's uh ceremony and reception. Exactly. I made like four I made like four trades. Alright, um,
0: the next nominee is Henry Ruggs. Uh, this isn't a really a real nominee, because he was drafted in the 12th round, so it didn't hurt that bad that, you know, he uh, got put in jail for, for killing someone with his car. But uh, Yeah,
1: I want the record to show uh, Hype Train does not condone drunk driving, Yeah. Uh, especially the Super Bowl this Sunday. Everyone uh, drink responsibly. Exactly, yeah. You know? Alright, uh... All right. I don't really... Yeah, I don't really think we have to go through the rest of these. Oh, we can read the names. Uh, let's read the names, at least. I guess, and, yeah. And I guess the rest The rest of the nominees are uh, Kyle Pitts, fourth round, 53rd overall. Was that Jay?
0: Yeah, it was Jay. Yeah, rookie tight ends. Never pick rookie tight ends, fam.
1: Uh, Robbie Anderson. <laughs> was this was this my pick? Uh, did you pick Robbie, or was it...
0: Uh, well, because you didn't have Robbie for most of the year, right?
1: I don't know. I don't remember. This is why we should do this podcast earlier.
0: Exactly. You did pick Robbie, but then you traded him in October to Henry's team. And he actually oh! stayed on Henry's roster the entire season. So that's why I remember him being... Because you traded him pretty early. It was like in week three or four. So, But yeah, you did pick him, uh, fifth round. It's never good when you show up twice on the worst draft pick list, you know? Um, and this I could show up. I might, I
1: might show up more.
0: Oof. Oh, yeah. Wow. Very next one, huh? Yeah, Darren Waller. <laughs>
1: Uh, I picked Darren Waller second round with the sixth, so twentieth overall. I picked yeah. Darren Waller.
0: So, it's, so if I'm if I'm looking at it correctly here, Ben. So, so your second round pick has been nominated for West draft pick. Your fourth round pick has been nominated. Your fifth round pick has been nominated, and your third round pick was Gus Edwards, who did not play a snap this season. So, that's yeah. a rough. It's a rough year. It's a rough year. It
1: was not a good. It was not a good draft.
0: Who was your first rounder this year?
1: Uh, who did I pick in the first round? Uh, oh, Tyreek Hill.
0: Okay, that worked out at least.
1: It was all right. Yeah,
0: to the yeah, it did, it wasn't a disaster. Anyways, um, so yeah, we got two two more nominees here: Mike Davis, uh, Ryan's pick, the second pick of the fourth round, uh, and then Noah picking T.J. Hawkinson, the namesake of his team, with the last pick of the fourth round. Another reach for a tight end there. Yeah, yeah, those
1: last those last two is I just wanted to throw like we had to chirp some people. I wanted to throw a couple more. Mike Davis, like the Mike Davis pick and the TJ Hawkinson pick, they definitely don't stack up to some of the other ones on right. this list, but they did deserve a little bit of uh, we, hindsight ridicule. We
0: definitely have fewer nominees for this than we have in the past, just because like people aren't as stupid as they used to be. So good job, league. Um, yeah, all true. All right, Ben, we got to pick Trey Sermon or Alan Robinson. Who are we going with here? Should we go? Co- should we do? Should, I think it's should, nice. I think it's nice if should we, we should do
1: co- this. Should we do co or strap it?
0: It would be pretty funny if you and I split that award. Um, so I think we gotta do
1: it. Let's split it.
0: <laughs> Love
1: it. All right. All, right. All right. Now we have got to tra- uh, uh, man, Trey, I, I, I don't know. I think I think I should. I think I, I think it- <laughs> Trey Sermon pick was
0: so bad. <laughs> the Trey Sermon one too. I remember picking this one out specifically as like like after, you, the day after the draft, you yeah. were like why did Ben do this? It's like he well, didn't to, have to, to do it either. Like to, to you could be have fair, waited at least a round probably. D- yeah, two. no. So
1: that's what I remember. I remember you saying during our uh post fantasy draft pod mm. I remember you saying you could like something along the lines of Ben you could have waited like one more round for Trey Sermon like right. I would have been fine with this one round later that was like about what you said yeah and like if I had drafted Trey Sermon in the fifth round I think he would still be on this list yeah yeah uh uh-huh, uh-huh. it's just such man like I just I look at his but at least you would have had a
0: different fourth round pick
1: <laughs> like this is inc- I just – he was so good in the in the college football playoff well, two years ago. Like, when, a, I when
0: a running back has one good or, game, maybe it's, uh, you know, okay to it was, it.
1: <laughs> That's fair.
0: It was Clemson. It was against Clemson, though. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, All right.
1: We'll, we'll split it.
0: Yeah. All right. We've got a couple of trade categories now. Uh, first, most lopsided trade. And we've got three nominees. We didn't have a ton of trades in our league this year, Ben, but we've still got a few good nominees here. Um, yeah all right so first one is a henry quinn trade henry received justin herbert um and quinn received russell gage this one was uh, kind of confusing at the time <laughs> like even at the time it was like wow this is very lopsided um because henry I-, I believe this was when rogers got covid if i recall or maybe yeah it was just... so aaron Rodgers, Henry started qb got covid Henry is desperate for a QB. I think whoever he was playing that week was churning.
1: I think it might have been Ethan was churning QB. No, it was no Evan. It was me. Oh, it was you. Nice. I yeah. was ch- I was churning. Love it. But then I, but then I saw Henry was making some other moves that weren't involving picking up quarterbacks, and then I got mad at Henry for uh, not just picking up a quarterback, and then and then he traded <laughs> instead yeah. of just like picking up instead of just like picking up like Jimmy Garoppolo. He trades Russell Gage for Justin Herbert. Yeah,
0: who finished as you as you note here, Ben, as QB two. So you know, it's not like Justin Herbert is chopped onions here. Um, I do yeah, want to so, say Russell Gage wound up being better than we thought he would be at the time of this trade, but it's still a really bad trade.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and Henry did come on the pod. Uh, people forget Henry did come on the pod uh, as sort of a customary like post week. what have it been week eighteen, week seventeen, whenever it was. Like that. Henry Henry kind of talked about his team and. He kind of undersold Herbert when he when he came when, when Henry was on the pod. And um, looking back on it, I think he I think Herbert was not on Henry's roster for some of the really good games that he had. Right. But um, I think Henry still should have been more. Uh, he he he, he, he kind of undersold Herbert. Right, right. Um, All right. Second second one. I'll go through it quick. Uh, Devonte Adams and Devontae Freeman for Derrick Henry and Deontay Johnson. Uh, we do not have who got traded to who.
0: Yeah, so well, in this one, Ben, this was a trade for you. Uh, oh, so yeah. So you received Derrick Henry and Deontay Johnson, and I think it was Tom received Devontae Adams and Devontae Freeman. Um, Devonta. But yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of D names in the straight uh,
1: I've that's... noticed this, Evan. You always say Devonte Freeman. Isn't that how I've it's pronounced?
0: That.
1: Well, it's... But there's no E on it. It's I don't think N. there has to be
0: an E. I think this is how it's pronounced.
1: That's... I, I, could,
0: I could totally be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's just Devontae. Um, anyways. Um, so yeah, Tom definitely got the better of this one, and... Uh, Although, like, like you like you kind of mentioned here to the note, this isn't that lopsided of a trade. Like, if this is the second most lopsided trade we have all season, it's really not that bad.
1: Um, yeah, people need to start doing more dumb shit again. I missed this yeah. league when people did more dumb shit. Dumb draft picks, dumb yeah. trades. You were kind yeah. of gambling
0: here for a Derrick Henry return in the fantasy playoffs, which didn't wind up happening. And I think you could make an argument that even if it did happen, it might not have been worth it. But, you know, it's not, oh, yeah. it's not a terrible trade. Even so, because Deontay Johnson had a fine end of the season, not as good as Devonta Adams, and Freeman was usable-ish uh, down the stretch for Tom. So yeah.
1: I was building goodwill with Tom.
0: Nice. Yeah, um, and the final nominee here is a trade that I made with, also with Tom, I believe. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this was with Tom. Oh I, yeah,
1: I got pissed at you.
0: I, yeah, yeah, I remember people were really pissy about this at the time. Um, so I got Chris Godwin. Tom got Latavius Murray and Daryl Williams. Tom was destitute at running back. Um, yeah. this, this ended up being... I remember lo-
1: being so pissed at you for this. this yeah, like this bullshit. ended up being
0: not that lopsided because Godwin got hurt in the fantasy playoffs um, in, in a way that like really screwed me. It was like timed very poorly. Um, so it ended up being not that bad for Tom You know, in terms of like playoff points anyways, which is what we were looking at. But I think, Ben, the, the winner in this category is pretty clear. It's the Herbert for Gage trade.
1: Yeah. All right. I agree. Henry's really Man, uh, Hen- Henry Henry, yeah. Henry Henry's racking up these awards. Yeah.
0: This counts as a win for Quinn too though. Don't forget. Even yeah, if you lose in the last side of
1: trade, you still made it.
0: And that's what we're really here for. Um we have two nominees who had, then, Ben. Who had who had Debo again? Um wasn't it Noah? Noah or Nick? I think. It could be anyone. It was Noah. Oh yeah, I know All right, we've got two nominees for most meaningless trade, otherwise known as the Nothing Burger Trade Award. Uh, we already mentioned one of them, Cortland Sutton for Allen Robinson, uh, and, then, and then the next one, Ben, was uh, another trade for you was uh, Robbie Anderson for Julio Jones with you and Henry. <laughs> Both of these are pretty good. Um, when did you make that Robbie for Julio swap? Uh it was. Oh, I it guess was we mentioned tough. it earlier. It was in October, right?
1: Well, yeah, we um, I looked it. We up. could probably just look it up.
0: Yeah, it was uh, October third, so, uh, see, so yeah, a little earlier in the season for that one. I think, I think for me, the winner in this category is our cortland Sutton. Well, I will, I will trade. win this by default. I'm yeah, gonna automatically really both get both these. Yeah. Ha. I think the Sutton Robinson trade is more meaningless, uh, largely because we made this trade <laughs> at Chase's wedding, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> it just like like both of us had had probably had like at least two drinks and were making this trade like that really
1: just pounds home how meaningless it was to both of us uh, I was working the phones this is is also when I traded Tyreek Hill to Tim for Devontae Adams
0: yeah that was a more meaningful one for sure or at least more star power um but yeah, for me it's the Sutton Robinson deal in this category.
1: Although I will say so I because I am biased and we are drunk with power right now, mm-hmm. I would say it should be Sutton for Robinson. But the name of this award is the Nothing Burger Trade Award. And I think we I think we I got Nothing Burger from Henry. And I think when he used Nothing Burger and I thought it was funny, I think it was when he literally described The Ronnie for Julio trade. Okay,
0: so it's the namesake. Uh. So
1: I think he, like, I think it, like, has to get it.
0: Yeah, I'll accept that line of argument. Yeah. All right. Henry, racking up the awards now. Man.
1: But not, like, Henry doesn't automatically get this one next year. It's (laughs) just, like, because... Yeah, the first... Nothing burger is just, like, a funny term. You
0: know? It's a a pretty standard politics term for some reason.
1: Uh, Is it really? Yeah, mm mm-hmm. Oh, I thought Henry just like I thought like Henry just like news made that in general, up general I guess yeah, it's not a henryism uh, Oh, okay, then we can give it to Sutton for Robinson. <laughs> I thought Henry like made up that term. he did not no oh okay, then we can do Sutton for Robinson.
0: all right, the tables have turned. Uh, we're, we're <laughs> stripping Henry of his hype here. All right, uh next category Ben is worst Horde. Uh, This this one's always fun too, although we don't another one where kind of lacking in nominees this season wait why did tim have kellen mond it was at the end of the season tim had already been eliminated um but he like that one week that kirk got covid tim like picked up kellen mond and kyle Sloder despite the fact that like neither of them was going to start that game even with cousins <laughs> on covid ir so like uh, so yeah that was that's a good nominee for this uh, picking up two irrelevant quarterbacks who are not even going to play after you have been eliminated from the fantasy playoffs is an incredible horde uh, you, you love to see it yeah
1: that is funny uh, another one Jay had Darrington Evans on IR the whole year uh, not the greatest use of the IR slot yeah so
0: Darrington uh, Evans but, they...
1: he, but Darrington Evans was a handcuff to be fair right
0: yeah but he was also a handcuff who was hurt the entire year so darrington evans appeared in the game this season in the middle of the year he got two carries re-injured himself and then immediately back on ir so it's great that jay actually had him in ir the whole season because he was active for one week which is like jay would have had to move him off if he hadn't gotten immediately hurt again but he did so it was perfect (laughs) and for that reason it's a pretty good horde
1: yeah um And then Nick having Ronald Jones on his bench the whole year.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. And, you know, this is another one where you'd think that Nick would... You know, Nick was not the most attentive this year, and you'd think that he could have dropped Ronald Jones at some point. But then, during the fantasy playoffs, Ronald Jones became startable after Fournette got injured, but Nick still didn't use him. (laughs) So, that.
1: I I think this has got to be Ronald Jones, right? Yeah, I agree. That's a pretty impressive... Cause what? So Tim, like, because I don't even know if Tim's thing counts as a horde. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: more just like doing something stupid with your bench spots because it doesn't matter at the end of the year. For like,
1: yeah, Tim was already done, and it was like a one week, two week thing. And like Jay's thing, like, you know, it's a dumb use of your IR spot, but like, it's your IR spot, right? Like, who, like, who really cares, right? So I think it's got. I think we like we chirped Nick every like like halfway through the year. It was obvious that Leonard Fournette was gonna be the man like, like historically the past 2-3 seasons it seemed like Ronald Jones and Fournette have kind of split that backfield but it became apparent like around you know probably week 7 week 8 something like that it became obvious that like Fournette was the guy mm-hmm. and Nick just like didn't pay attention and hung on to Jones yeah right
0: alright congrats Nick worst horde um, alright our next category is always a fun one best waiver claim uh we got a few Ooh,
1: this is a good one.
0: We got a few good ones this year. Um, so let's uh you wanna just alternate these here we can we can yeah. talk a bit about so first one we got Dawson Knox for Ryan. Uh, surprisingly usable Dawson Knox. Uh, Squared scored a bunch of TDs for the Bills. Uh, and anytime you can get like a startable tight end off of waivers, it's got, it's a little magical, you know. Makes Evan, how you about
1: know? you read out these names? I'll look up when they did the claim. So okay. So Dawson Knox Ryan picked him off off waivers September 29th, which would have been right after week three.
0: Yeah, so pretty good job by Ryan there. He ended up scoring nine touchdowns. So uh, Dawson Knox, useful guy. Uh, Our next nominee is also a Ryan pickup. Around the same time, I believe, Cordero Patterson, uh, whom whom we've mentioned before, going to be a very strong contender for this. You know, finished, what, Ben, like RB5 or something? Like something stupid.
1: Yeah. Uh. Uh, 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 let me see. I was on a different. I don't know what he was RB wise because I'm looking at his specific. Yeah, I guess thing.
0: he. I guess he finished a little lower. He finished his RB twelve, but you know, still an RB one, and had the the
1: dual eligibility there that we're obligated to bring up. So. Yeah, Ryan picked him up after week one. Yeah. Um. It's a good and and we and he did this all year, so uh, you're kind of in the mindset of like, oh yeah, Cordell Patterson is good. Like we know this, but people forget. I'm also obligated to say that people forget. Uh, Cordell Patterson was drafted in, what, 2013, 2014? Yeah, like a long time ago, yeah. Uh, he was drafted in 2013 or 2014. Uh, has been uh, a relatively mercur- mercurial figure over the years. Uh, no, like, obviously a lot of talent. Nobody's really been able to use him correctly. Uh, I think this is a uh, like a, a pretty clear, you know, uh, the NFL, just, like, these different coaches, like, why did it take this long for Cordell Patterson to be usable by someone? I right. don't really know. Right. But Cordell Patterson, yeah, give got to give this guy credit. Like, must feel really good to, you know, be paying your dues for, you know, eight, nine years and it finally pays off. Because um, it was not a given that Cordell Patterson, we always knew he had the talent, but coming into the season, like, was not a given that he would be anywhere close oh, yeah. to a – to a top to a top fantasy asset especially at running back right he didn't play running back in, before this year right like at least not a lot yeah it's pretty long. um so yeah pretty good pickup from ryan there uh what's the next one uh next
0: one is hunter renfro tom picked up renfro after week two um and like looking back it surprised me that renfro wasn't drafted because you know i do feel like he had, he had a pretty big star turn this year you know he's a. Uh, Every every color commentator's favorite wide receiver. Um, but, yeah, over 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns for 100 run for a really good season um, as a, a flex-type guy. So,
1: you know, he'll be getting drafted next year, and that's always the sign of a good waiver claim. All right, uh, moving on, next one. Tim picking up Eli Mitchell, claimed off waivers after week one.
0: Yeah, uh, this one's a, this... Li- a little bit of a cheat. Because, like, Eli Mitchell was, like, the most obvious waiver claim after week one. <laughs> like, I think he was the guy that everyone wanted right away.
1: Yeah. Uh, I put in a claim for Eli Mitchell.
0: I'm sure everybody did. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. he he comes out week one kind of out of nowhere. Uh, 19 carries, 104 yards, and a touchdown in week one. So everyone was, like, all aboard Eli Mitchell. You yeah. know, he wound up being a little injured throughout the season, but when he was playing, he was really good. So
1: Yeah, and this is when I knew that my season was kind of fucked.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm just kidding. I didn't know. It was like it was like after week it was like after week three. I was like, this team is bad. Uh yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember I'm I'm trying to go back and looking at the I'm gonna go back and look at the week one. Take the next uh take the next guy. I'm just gonna go yeah. back and look at the week one, uh how close the uh the scores were yeah. after week one.
0: All right, so uh, yeah, our next nominee, also a Tim waiver claim, is Dalton Schultz, uh, the tight end for the Cowboys. He picked him up after week three, uh, and he had a nice little season, you know, tight end wise. We were talking earlier, like, anytime you could pick up a useful tight end, that's always good. He finished at 800 yards and eight touchdowns. You know, like a little hit or miss, like he had some pretty bad weeks in there, but a solid season overall for Dalton Schultz. You got numbers for me, Ben, or should I keep going?
1: Yeah, I do. Uh, so Tim scored seventy-eight points week one. He had the first waiver claim. Right. Uh, only five. Only five points ahead of uh, who is Consolation Jones again? Uh, that's Nick. Yeah. Was that Nick? So yeah. Nick was very close. Oh, Ryan, only uh, two points ahead of Tim. Although but that Ryan, actually worked. Yeah, well, Ryan, Ryan got Cordero. Ryan got Cordero. So, so, so after week one, Tim had the first waiver claim, got Eli Mitchell. Ryan had the second waiver claim, got Cordero. Um, yeah, kind of an interesting... Henry had the fourth waiver claim. Not sure who Henry picked up, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so next one is Jay picked up Khalil Herbert. Uh, This was a good
0: this was a good waiver claim for like exactly two weeks, (laughs) but it was really good for those two weeks. Right. So Jay picked him up on October 6th. So that was uh, actually just before he became a big thing. So he got the starting role there after Montgomery got hurt, I think, or got COVID or something. Um, And I remember at the time it was we weren't sure whether Herbert was going to be the starter or whether it was going to be Damian Williams. Uh, And it kind of surprised everyone that Herbert got as much work as he did. He was a rookie, you know, Williams was a known commodity. But Herbert for like, I guess it ended up being four weeks, uh, was the bell cow in Chicago and and did pretty good with the opportunity. So just the fact that Jay had to like pick between two options and he picked the like one that most people would not have picked and it worked out really well. Like I remember,
1: yeah, I remember thinking uh, when Jay picked up Cool Herbert, I was like, I remember just seeing that, being like, "Why did Jay pick up Khalil Herbert? Right. Like, it's, uh-huh. it's going to be Damian Williams." Uh, it, so politics is going to get in the way for this to, for this winner. Like, it's clearly going to be Cordero or Eli Mitchell, uh-huh. just because that's going to be, you know, what the deep state wants. <laughs> mm. uh, but like, if we're going purely off of skill, like pure waiver skill, it should be Khalil Herbert, and it's a little bit like I, I it hurts it hurts a little bit that Jay, like, you know, you just, you know Jay's not going to win this award. You know, it's like, it's like when, it's like when, um, you know, like it's like how like a defensive player can never, like Aaron Donald is never going to win MVP. Yeah. Although I will say
0: if, if Herbert had remained the starter or had retained some usefulness for the rest of the season, then like Jay probably wins this award. The fact that it was only useful for four weeks kind of bumps it down too. But, you know, it doesn't hurt. Alright, uh next nominee is uh your waiver claim Ben Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh you know came on really strong there at the end of the season. Uh you picked him up before week fourteen, uh right when he was getting good. So damn, he was he was very strong at the end of the year. And so many targets. Um, yeah, I'm
1: pretty. I'm pretty glad. This is my one spot on this list where it was like a positive
0: thing. <laughs> yeah. I will note here, Ben, that I don't know I don't know how I feel about uh about you winning the award for Avon Ross St. Brown because you were actually the person that dropped him most recently before you picked him up. Like You had had him early in the year. You decided, like, no, this guy sucks. Like, I'm getting rid of him. <laughs> and then you picked him up again later on. So he was not the most sought-after property, but maybe that means it was an especially good pick. But Evan... What you're
1: conveniently forgetting here is that you, too, <laughs> also uh, <laughs> you, you also had him on a St. Brown. Yeah. You also dropped him. Yeah. So you could have picked him for the one month there in between when I dropped him and picked him back up. I could have had him. Yeah. You could have had yeah. him. That would have been
0: helpful for me, actually, at the end of the year. But
1: alas. Uh, so did I have him for all those? So December 9th? Yeah, yeah. So I had him for... Oh, I yeah. didn't, so I didn't you, have you a week like 13. The, you
0: picked him after his first really good game, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, then he proceeded to have only good games for the rest of the way. Um, all right, the final nominee here uh, is a pickup for me, Sony Michelle. Uh, when did this happen? I picked him up on November 20th. So it was during their bye week, after week 11. Uh, he then proceeded to become the starter after um, Daryl Henderson got injured. And then he was really good for the rest of the season. I got a ton of work, so that was helpful at the end of the year, for sure.
1: Yeah, that was a good pickup.
0: Yeah, it was mostly just, like, getting lucky with a handcuff at the right time, you know, but that's mostly what waivers are, so. Yeah. All right, so, Ben, who we got winning this one? I think uh, I think it's pretty clear for me, but what do we got?
1: Yeah, we, we, um, we, kind of, we kind of guide Ryan by saying he was ineligible for uh, the Best Draft Strategy Award. Mm-hmm. For 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 not for for not having drafted Cordell Patterson, so I think I think we gotta give Ryan uh we gotta give it, gotta give best waiver claim to to Ryan I think. I for, agree, Cordell Patterson. For, I mean that's a pretty that's a pretty clear um, right. clear yeah. one to me. Hard to find, um, kind but of it. A, but actually now that I'm actually really thinking about it, not that it, it's kind of academic because this is it's Ryan. It's Ryan either way, but uh, Dawson Knox finished as tight end six. Right, yeah. That was a good one, too. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of eyeing this Dawson Knox <laughs> pickup from, like, I, I don't, like, he picked up Dawson Knox after, what is this, week three? Let, let's
0: just, let's just co-this uh, co award and give it to Ryan both times.
1: We could, well so yeah so Co Dawson Knox Cordell Patterson yeah exactly if anything like that's like that is like a if anything that's a better award for Ryan yeah like that's like that's like more meaningful than just having it for one person
0: right right you
1: know it's like it's like th- this is saying that the two best waiver claims were were f- from me exactly you know? yeah yeah
0: all right uh, congrats Ryan on that one the double win. Um, next one we got a quick one here. Honor,
1: honorable mention goes to Tim for Eli Mitchell, but that was yeah. kind of a mm-hmm. that was kind of an obvious one.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, next one is worst drop, so it's basically the opposite of the best waiver claim. Uh, this one's always a fun one, but we only got three nominees. Not that many bad drops this year, Ben. Um, so our nominees are Van Jefferson. Tim dropped him after week three, uh, and part of the reason this was a bad drop is that it it ruined part of Tim's uh, Rams monopoly. Uh, and, and helped Ethan's. So that was not a great drop there. I think
1: the FTC stepped in and maybe uh, they, they didn't like what was going on. Trust busting. Tim's teams. Yeah. It.
0: Um. Our next one is Tom dropping Ramondre Stevenson during week seven. Uh, he ended up being pretty good there at the end of the season for your team, correct, Ben? Um, yeah. So. Uh...
1: I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had him.
0: Yeah, this one's especially rough because Tom had, like, zero good running backs by the end of the season, so, like, having Stevenson would have been a, a pretty big help for him. Uh, Tom made the playoffs, so, you know, he could Oh,
1: yeah, because Stevenson had a big game. One of the playoff games... Yeah.
0: He was, like, really good in, in the playoffs. I forget which
1: one. He had a really good... One of the playoffs games he played really well. God, I won the consolation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yeah, he had in, in week 17, so in the championship, he had 107 yards and two touchdowns, so, um, and even before that, he'd been playing pretty well, so, so there's that one, and then our third nominee for worst drop is Ethan dropping Sony Michel before week 11, you know, we mentioned me picking him up, uh, that was directly after Ethan dropped Sony Michel, and he became useful like a week after that, uh, this is another one where, you know, Ethan had more of a Rams Monopoly, and then, you know, let part of it go, and it didn't pay off, so the lesson here never release any rams ben it's not that hard
1: so the pat the 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 choice here is pretty obvious right i actually don't know (laughs) well i would say i was gonna say just going with the pattern that we've been doing with giving these awards
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: oh nice yeah do you see it now
0: yeah we gotta co-give it to tim and ethan yeah (laughs) love it yes (laughs)
1: <laughs> because like because it's for the same reason,
0: right? Right, yeah. It's, it's dropping Rams guys who became good and you know mm-hmm. ruining your Rams monopolies. Yeah. I mean, it, it, when you
1: guys the, the lesson here as a as a as a graduate from the prestigious Carlson School of Management marketing degree, when you know your brand you need to protect it. Yeah. When you know your brand you need to stick with it. And right? these guys like, they were
0: just giving it away? You brand. got
1: to you need to manage the brand, right? You can never Take the brand for granted. You must protect it. Uh, you need. To, you, you. You. cannot. You cannot take it for granted.
0: Right. Right.
1: Because when you lose it, you might never get it back.
0: All right. So congrats to Tim and Ethan for splitting the worst drop award. Um, we've got three awards left, and then we're gonna do our in memoriam segment. So our next one. Thanks here, for bearing
1: with us, everyone. Oh
0: yeah. Our next one here is the Mister December Award. So this is basically like guys who are good in the playoffs. For me personally, I like giving this to guys who weren't that good in the regular season and came on super strong at the end because I think that's kind of fun. Um, You know, because like, of course, Jonathan Taylor was good in the playoffs and Cooper Cup was good in the playoffs, but that's not what this is about. This is about guys who shone at the end of the year and maybe not for the rest of the season as much. Um, (laughs) Our set of nominees on this one, we've got five nominees. Three of them are Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, it's funny too because we wrote this like before they won a bunch of playoff games. Like, you know, we did these nominees like right after the season ended. So, uh, that's
1: a good point. This is not recency bias.
0: Yeah. Um, so, our, our Bengals well, nominees. In it's recency
1: bias, but in a different
0: way. Yeah. Our Bengals nominees are Joe Burrow, T Higgins, and Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase might have been too good all season long to have him in here, but, you know, he's still nominated. Um, and we've also got the aforementioned Amon Ross St. Brown. And uh, someone we haven't mentioned before, Devin Singletary, um, who was on Ethan's team for, like, a good portion of this. Um, I actually released him, like, right before he got super good. So, yeah, and then he was on Ethan's team, and uh, he was awesome the rest of the season uh, in Buffalo there. So that's an interesting category, Ben, because, yeah, those Bengals guys were really great at the end of the year. Chase was too good in the regular season, so I'm ruling him out. But like Joe Burrow for your team in the yeah. consolation playoffs was excellent. Uh, yeah, after... I mean, I
1: am bi- I am biased with this award. I like, I I I will recuse myself from this award because, like, I I love Joe Burrow. <laughs> I love like I I F- like famously little...
0: scored thirty eight points and then thirty five points in the final two uh, playoff weeks. So
1: yeah, I have a. I, I my season was destined for infamy, and Joe Burrow was single-handedly able to salvage uh, my season and give me some sort of a, uh, you know, m- not moral victory, but he you know he gave me some silver lining to, right. you know, having the number one pick next year, winning the consolation. I I I was I was in depths of despair. For this season, and and I love Joe Burrow. I still love the picture of him sitting in the locker room after the the, the national championship and and smoking that cigar uh, with his with his with his legs crossed. And it's like I, a little bit of me is a little sad that he had this great playoff run. And he, he's
0: going to go pretty mainstream now, you know.
1: He is ve- like he is very mainstream. I'm he's I'm very, already
0: I'm already excited for. Uh, the revisionist history that's going to happen next draft season where everyone's going to pretend that Joe Burrow was good the whole season. And it's like, Joe Burrow was okay as a fantasy quarterback, but he wasn't, like, that good. (laughs) You know, he only finished as QB9, and and that was with two 35 point games at the end of the season so like it's as not... someone who
1: drafted joe burrow all year, <laughs> uh, drafted joe burrow and had him all year i can tell you he was not that
0: good right um, yeah uh, but i'm sure he's gonna go as like yeah. qb5 next year or yeah. something like it's just I gonna be out of him. control like
1: i drafted him he fell in the draft i usually wait until like the 11th 12th round to draft a quarterback i think i got burrow in like eight or nine it was the eighth Could... yeah Cause he, cause he had fallen, he had fallen so far. Uh, I was like, Oh, it seems like decent value. Uh, but yeah, Joe, Joe Burrow, like, man, I love, I love this man so much. And, and yeah, like you said, a little sad he's going mainstream, but yeah, you know, what can you do? It's, All right.
0: Should we, should we crown the man Mr. December?
1: I think, I think it's only, I think it's only right.
0: Yeah. I think that, that makes sense.
1: Nice job, Ben. Went another Thanks. award. I mean, but, it, like, to be fair, like, if we're giving Mr. December to an individual. Like, it, your criterion for Mr. December was <laughs> p- individual players who were bad yeah, uh, and then got good. That is pretty emblematic of my team. That's
0: true. Yeah, your team was very right. bad in the regular season, but very good in the consolation. So, there you go. Yeah. Um. All right. Another award, the Eternal Life Award or the Gray Hair Award. Uh, this is basically just old dudes who were good, um, and you know they're, they're beating Father Time. This one's always fun. Um, wow, well,
1: I guess I guess this I guess this this is a little outdated.
0: A little bit, but not oh. really. Um, so, so our first nominee is Tom Brady, who you know is retired now, uh, but you know he was still old and did really well, so that was good. Um, we've also got Leonard Fournette. As, ben, as one of us noted here, uh, Leonard Fournette is only 26 years old, but it feels like he's been around forever uh, and and that he has, has, like, lived several lives as a running back uh, and is yeah. still good.
1: We've also got... Oh, Cord- man. Oof. I, I just looked up Cord- Cordell Patterson is going to turn 31 years old. Right, yeah. He's, like, like, actually old. Yeah. Man, that, like, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts a little bit. Yeah. That, man.
0: So Cordero Patterson is our next nominee. Um, oh, man. Then we've got a joint nominee here, Zach Ertz and Rob Gronkowski, both of whom you know we kind of left for dead uh, at the tight end position, but they both had pretty decent seasons, uh, Ertz especially yeah. after he got well, traded.
1: Well, we left Zach Ertz for dead. Gronk retired, oh, yeah. so that, that, yeah, one that one was That one was
0: fair, yeah. <laughs> um, and then our final nominee, Brandon Cooks, who isn't that old um i'm guessing he's like 28 or something but he's been on like four different teams so people just like forget that he's really good um so so yeah those are our nominees for the eternal life award uh this is a tough one ben i mean maybe it's not that tough of a one i feel like i feel like it's got to be cordero just because he is way older than you think he is and he had the best season of his career at that age
1: i think that's a fine argument so is so not to spoil it, but like, is in memoriam an award? Or it's not
0: an award, it's just, we're just gonna say their names, So, you know?
1: because okay, I'm, I'm torn on this, because I, I think as any respectable media personnel should operate, like we need to give, we have not given an award to Tom Brady yet. That is true. And, and we, and Tom Brady is retired, and we should theoretically send him off yeah. with some kind of an award. So I guess you know, the other thing you, that
0: we could do with this, Ben, is just rename this award the Tom Brady Award. Because, like, who, who else exemplifies eternal life as much as Tom Brady, yeah. who, who, you know, is literally going to live forever?
1: Yeah, it just, Tom Brady, I mean, it's just, just to take a second, like, Tom Brady is the, like, last player to retire or like he was the last remaining player in like professional sports that I do not remember that sport without him.
0: Right, right. Like
1: I don't remember the NFL without Tom Brady. And I the only other person is like I remember the the season before LeBron James's rookie year. I like the 0203 season. I remember a little bit of that NBA season mm-hmm. like the maybe like the second half of it. So, I remember, like, a little bit of the NBA before LeBron, but not a lot. Like, I don't remember any of the NFL before Tom Brady.
0: Right, right.
1: Uh, and, I, and I think, like, it's just kind of crazy that, like, he's kind of the last guy. Just kind of, like, makes you feel old a little bit. Yeah. Um. But anyway... but I'm also thinking like we should have recorded this like several weeks ago at (laughs) which point we probably wouldn't have known that Tom Brady would have retired so maybe we should operate as if we didn't know that Tom Brady was going to retire
0: let's uh uh, let's give it to Cordero but name the award after Brady I think that's a good compromise
1: okay so then next year we will remember Tom Brady's eternal life
0: yeah great alright it also
1: makes it also makes Tom Brady kind of like a godlike figure (laughs) uh
0: huh uh huh (laughs) All right, our final award here, this is a quick one. It's the best bit of the season. What was the best recurring bit? Now, we've got two candidates here, Ben. <laughs> the first is is Joe wondering aloud in the group chat, usually in, like, the first quarter of the Bills game, whether Josh Allen is actually bad. And then God, Josh this Allen...
1: Triggered me. this triggered me so
0: much. Yeah, and then Josh Allen it was proceeding not, it was to score not a bit. It career, was not yeah. a
1: bit at first.
0: Oh, yeah, at first it was not. It was not a, a bit at first. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I was so triggered. Uh, Anyway,
0: keep going. Uh, And then the second one is a bit that has actually gotten you, while we were recording this podcast, was Henry changing his team's name to Joe's team, parentheses JV, and then actually beating Joe in the Schaefer Bowl. Um, If you remember, Ben, the reason that Henry did this is because Joe was complaining in the group chat about not knowing whose team was who and too many of the names being similar and suggesting this format for the team names. So... (laughs) Henry was being sassy and, and then kept it the rest of the season and and beat Joe in the Schaefer Bowl. So, it's an impressive that, bit.
1: That was funny. Uh, it it was a very like you don't expect that kind of a troll move from Henry. But <laughs> so, like, so when you when you get it, it's pretty. But man, Henry is racking up these awards, man. He really is. Um, yeah. I do. So I do think if we're going true definition of bit, uh, I I just said I kind of I kind of tipped where I was at, but like I. Joe's Josh Allen thing was not a bit at first. Uh, it was Joe just being a bitch. Ah, uh, oh, damn it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Anyway.
0: I think I lean toward giving this one to Henry, if only because I know that Joe is going to do the same bit next year with his best player, whoever that is. He's going to do the same thing. So I think I think we got to give it to Henry for this, you know, one of a kind bit that that really just came together this season.
1: Yeah, I agree. This should go to. Henry.
0: All right, good job, Henry. Really racking these up. All it's right,
1: only, it's only right.
0: We have come to the in memoriam portion of the hypees, where we, uh, you know, discuss the the guys who are dead to us, fantasy wise. Some wishful music. I'm playing. I'm playing the Oscars in memoriam music. From, oh, it's just the wow. We, we got that music too. Damn. Alright, are All we right. just going to say the names And then not do anything else Or or do we discuss uh, them?
1: Evan Ben Roethlisberger
0: Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> Henry Ruggs Antonio Brown
1: Mark Ingram
0: David Johnson
1: Deshaun Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady.
0: All right, we'll miss those guys. Football won't be the same without any of them. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a good hype. He's been. It's a good hype. He's
1: been. Yeah, he's been. yeah. No, we. We. I. I want to give a, a thank you, thank you to all those we have named for your service to, to fantasy football. It's um so yeah it's gonna be kind of sad without these guys um i i was gonna say though um since tom brady retired do we think do we think fitz magic back in could Tampa could, could come uh, do we, we, we do, do have
0: we, ryan fitzpatrick question mark on this so maybe that I'm would just, be fun that would be alright. maybe
1: that's how maybe that's how we send off the podcast for the for the hype the. i think it's kind of poetic in a way like you know, we we just kinda leave that little little uh little nugget, little we'll, uh it's we'll a teaser. Yeah. Plant the plant the seed in the heads. Yeah, we'll teaser. So maybe maybe the uh maybe the the picture for the thumbnail for the, the for the podcast, maybe that'll get changed to Ooh to to Fitzpatrick. I like but I, I like that I like that Gardner Minshew picture. It is a good one. Yeah. It is a good one. Anyway, yeah, hopefully hopefully we get Fitzpatrick back. I think that would make so. that would make it all worth it.
0: Yeah. All right. Anyway. Well, thanks for listening this year, guys. So, you know, we always appreciate the the listenership here, especially from Jacob, who's not even in the league. So, yeah, thanks for tuning
1: in. Yeah, I want to agree. Th- thank you to everyone for listening. It was another great year. Um, hopefully, you can give this a listen before the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, I just want I want to thank everyone out there, all of the all of the little people out there that make it possible for for us to live this uh, this life of this life of privilege you know Uh, getting to it's broad
0: okay
1: you know uh yeah no it's a good it was a good season i enjoyed it um i can't wait can't wait for next year can't wait for can't wait for the 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 post draft the post actual nfl draft pod yes uh it'll be here before we know it in a couple of months so uh yeah should we do one more uh friday night lights let's do it clear eyes full hearts Can't. can't lose. Lose.